Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Shrek film. It was written by David Larkin, Mike Mason, and Lynn Hardy, and it can be found in Berlin, the Wicked City, and it's available from Chaosium. Our game master is Keith Craig, and this is episode one. But before we begin, in the beginning here, the very first episode, we would like to offer a trigger warning. Not only does this scenario involve the subject of suicide, but also there are Nazis in the story. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Keith? Thank you, Tom. It is January 1st, 1932, a cold Friday evening. Our investigators don't know it, but this is the final full year of the Weimar Republic. In less than a year, Germany will form a new government installing Adolf Hitler as chancellor and plunging the world into a global nightmare. What brought this about? The world has been plunged into a global depression starting in 1929. Germany has an unemployment rate exceeding 25%, and in one year, over 1 billion marks have been wiped out. The government, afraid of triggering, triggering another hyperinflation, keeps exercising tight fiscal policies, leaving the population to suffer with no assistance. This has led to the collapse of the political middle. The communists and Nazi parties both made significant gains in the 1930 election, while the center-left and center-right parties all saw losses of seats in the Reichstag. There are now open clashes in the street between the Young Communist League and the Brown Shirts. Hearing crowds of young Brown Shirts sing the Nazi anthem of the Horse Vessel Lead is a daily occurrence. Hopelessness is rampant in the city, and, and newspaper articles such as this are common. Suicide Waves. The editorial board need not remind our gentle readers that this has been a particularly bitter winter in more ways than one. In addition to the chill winds and the icy frosts, many a Berliner feels the cold grip of uncertainty. As a new round of elections approach, what is to become of our dear republic? What of the economy? Why can the police not control the violence increasingly seen on the city streets in a terrible callback to the lawless days of 18 and 19? As Germans, we must persevere through such doubtful times as best we can. Sadly, according to the latest statistics released by the central government officials, suicides are at an all-time high in the city. Many good folk, far too many, have fallen into the ultimate despair, clutching the pill bottle or the gun barrel, or with a one-way trip to the riverside. The grave, grave diggers of the Friedhof Grunewald Forest have said their hand have had their hands full fishing bodies out of the hovel and placing them into the cold, half-frozen ground. The editors of this paper heartily enjoin any who may be reading this not to make this dishonorable choice. Although dark times are here today, we remind you that a sunnier tomorrow awaits us all. Better times are just around the corner. Persevere. So, investigators, I'd like you all to introduce yourself and what you've been doing in the six years since the conclusion of The Devil Eats Flies, and have you lost any loved ones to this recent wave of suicides? We'll start with Dr. Dieter Guzman. Yeah, I'm Dr. Dieter Guzman. So, many of you listeners would know me as uh, Hans Vogelschucher. 
six years ago, I used dark magic to transfer my mind and soul into the body of a young man, Dieter Guzman. Uh, I then rejoined uh, everyone after the incidents of the Devil Eats Flies finished. Since then, because of my perceived age, I returned to medical school and uh, I aced everything. Uh, the school was amazed at the depth and the scope of my knowledge. Uh, I added to my knowledge all the new modern technology and the skills, uh, and I uh, graduated last year. I'm now 25 years old. I have been offered a position at Ruprecht Karls University in Heidelberg, and I am due to accept that position starting in June of this uh, year. Um I remain very close with my friends who I uh, have uh, followed after the events of last time. I uh, I still talk to my dead wife, Hilda, uh, and uh, I am pretty much uh, set up, having inherited all of the money and the uh, clout of uh, my previous existence. Um, so I'm very well off. Nice, nice. How about Max? Um, Max, uh, Max has spent this, the last six years. Um, his, you know, when we left him last, he was still living at home with his mother, Martha. And uh, unfortunately, she uh, contracted an illness and uh, consumption and passed away. Um, he wasn't able to afford the rent on the apartment. Um, so he was able to secure a position uh, taking care of an elderly man. Uh, his name was Heinrich Lang. Uh, he was an owner of a small print shop that makes things like stationery, uh, posters, pamphlets, that sort of stuff. Um, so uh, Max gave up the, the the dream of being a big-time journalist and has settled into this little, small uh, print shop where he's been working uh, for the past few years uh, and actually living upstairs and taking care of, of uh, Mr. Lang. Very nice. Otto? Yeah, after the uh, events described in the story Devil Eats Fly, Flies, I uh, uh, required some recovery. I uh, attempted a quiet stay in a rural area, but once you are a Berlin rat, you are a Berlin rat, and the silence and the crickets and things drove me mad, so I found the hospital here and... Uh, um, there was a year or two where there was quite a bit of um, opium. Uh, and uh, then uh, the memories faded and uh, I found just some stability. And as uh, in this inflationary market, the requirements for bootlegging, uh, fencing, uh, smuggling are considerable. Uh, my contacts only increase in number and scope. So business is good. Life is what it is. I have uh, 
I have dreams sometimes, but we all do, yeah? Some dreams are nightmares. Very nice. And Gustav? Well, um, you know, for the past six years, um, Gustav's been trying to, uh, you know, make ends meet. Uh, things have been, you know, uh, very bad economically. And uh, when you're a bounty hunter slash private investigator, you don't exactly make a lot of uh, money. So he's been making ends meet, um, uh, you know, trying to, uh, you know, uh, keep things moving, um, keep active where he can. Um, he's been involved in some of the art movements and stuff going on. He's been getting, you know, get involved a little bit in poetry and literature, um, you know, uh, still only dabbling at trying to hit hand himself, but he enjoys the, you know, sort of communities and, um, uh, events around, you know, those kinds of things. Um, his sister, uh, who is a significant person has been in a little bit of a rough spot. Her, uh, her roommate was one of the people that committed suicide. So it has been really rough on her. Um, and so she, he's been kind of, you know, trying to be there for her, but, um, things are obviously, you know, uh, kind of very tumultuous right now. So um, definitely um, excited to uh, reconnect with some of the others and hopefully hear that they have good news. <laughs> and finally, someone that did not experience the horrors of Carl Grossman and Abaizu, we have Conrad joining the, the group. Yes, uh, Conrad uh, has been uh, in the circle for the past few years, about a year after the events of Double Eats Flies. He started to work at the uh, Institute for Sexual Weissenschaften, Dr. Magnus Hirschfeld's um, Institute as a librarian, where he became friends with Astrid, who was also a, a researcher there. Um, and they kind of hit it off really quickly, and she introduced him to the group. Um, Conrad has vague understanding of what happened in The Devil Eats Flies. Astrid uh, let him read her journals um, from that time, and so so Conrad has, has some understanding of it. He still is very confused by a lot of it. Um, Comrade himself um, has a bachelor's degree in history from Heidelberg University. Um, uh, he, you know, is a younger person and so wasn't really involved in, in World War I, um, but he's just been kind of wandering. He was wandering in Berlin for a while until he ended up at the Institute, um, who uh, he kind of learned about through uh, the kind of gay underground circle in in Berlin and um, kind of is able to put his put his skills to use there but in some sense he's still kind of that wanderer still that kind of um, dilettante almost um, he likes to party and kind of hang out in the, the cabaret scene as well um, in the Berlin underworld very good we now join our investigators as at, in Luna Park, a uh, amusement park in uh, in the center of the city. A rather odd place for the government to pick a, a pick to hold a memorial to those those lost, as some of the uh, saw the seriousness of the event is offset by the uh, water slide and the swivel house, a house that will tilt back and forth forty five degrees as some amusing ride. But the ceremony was uh, 
was quite lovely. Unfortunately, a fog has uh, rolled in and the cold German winter is chilling people to the bone. There's a good crowd. There was a good crowd that turned out uh, as we expected at a memorial like this is more of a you know, the artistic crowds and, and everything or people that have lost something. The the machismo males tend to not feel that they need to to come come out to out to this. And, and, well. Are you all hungry? Maybe we should get something to eat now. I could use some whiskey to warm me up. Warm me up. Brandy. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, uh, we can go to uh, this uh, place over here. Get some of you eat. I, I have to admit, it was a little disconcerting the juxtaposition of uh, you know, memorial for suicides and uh, and the water slide. But uh, strange to choose this place. Nevertheless, we've done our civic yeah. duty. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't trust the government to put on something uh, something you know. The government's in a gravity. Weird. Yeah, government's in a, government's in a very very weird place right now. When you say that, one of the uh, other attendees, he goes, "I I agree. the The government is is just." Just out of con out of control. They don't don't know what they're doing. They're letting the communists r run wild, and that that's why you know we need the that funny that that funny man uh, leading the Nazis. He'll be able to shove those communists out and get our country back in control. After all, and then we can President Hindenburg will be able to control that man. Yeah, uh, we can hope so. I wish Hindenburg were a younger man. Uh, firmer, perhaps, but these are difficult times. Uh, the national debt has everyone jumping, and uh, so few jobs, and so many who need so much. Yeah, but anything's better than uh, what's going on in Russia right now. Yes, yes. In, I mean, in, in times like this, we really ought to be helping each other out, not at each other's throats. It's not going to get us anywhere. Yeah, why do we have to be fighting all the time? Why don't you just not pick a side and pick, pick ourselves? Pick, us, uh, pick your neighbor as you're the one who you help. If everybody helps their neighbors, then everybody would be fine. When you... <laughs> yeah. I was just saying, who cares what they're doing in Russia? You know? Oh. Well, yeah, you know, I, I'm just saying saying that 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 maybe we we need to uh, watch out out for the the left. You know, they they're going to set up, start shipping us off to Siberia if we side with Stalin. Stalin is just another side of the same coin. <laughs> I agree with you, Doctor. When you uh, say that, Conrad, you. Uh, get bumped in the back rather hard and um you turn around and you see this uh young woman she looks very emaciated uh and she's very uh, she's wearing like a, a trench coat but uh, it doesn't seem like she's wearing like 
leggings or anything else to protect her from the cold. And when you look at her, her she looks like she hasn't slept in days. And her eyes go wide when when you, you see her. And she, uh, she kind of steps back back when you say that. And she's she uh, almost said, uh, excuse me. And she takes off running. And uh, say, uh, yeah, Max, you see a dossier drop from like she was carrying it in her underarm. And like when she took off running, she kind of released the pressure that was holding it and it fell, falls to the ground. I'll scoop it up. Yeah, miss. Uh, yo, Did you see this some... poor woman? She didn't have any clothes on. Let me. I'm gonna go uh, chase after her. Yeah. Uh, give me a <clears throat> a dex or strength check. So a dex, you're trying to dodge between the people. Strength, you're just kind of pushing them out of the way. Okay, I'm gonna try dex. Okay. Uh, I passed. You pass. You feel like you're you're gaining on her, and then at the last second, you trip. You see a uh, large cat, probably about 20 pounds, like, is what you tripped over. And it, it kind of shoots off into the uh, the sea of legs that, that is what you're seeing while you're laying on the ground. God damn it. Kind of stumbling and getting up and, yeah. you know, trying to see if I can find her and looking through the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of disappeared into the uh, the crowd. Max, maybe there's some identification on the, the yeah. dossier. We can get it to her. Yeah. Um, what's what? What is this? Oh, it is a um, almost like an accordion folder, and inside there are uh, several several items. You see in there a. Uh, there's a film strip about six inches long and if anyone's involved in it is has been involved in sim- cinematography which i believe dr dieter you were kind of into the movies and everything yeah. you yeah. recognize this maybe about two frame two or three frames of film so obviously not very much uh go on there is a newspaper clipping a uh postcard a calling card, and I've got a picture for all these, and uh, two photographs. Uh, one is like a uh, a celebrity's headshot, and the other is a group of a uh, picture of nine people. Which uh, things would you like to look at first? It's a postcard. Yeah, uh, the postcard. Well, which a uh, postcard of a church or? Does it look familiar? It does. It is uh, the Kaiser Wilhelm term. It is a uh, memorial to the uh, Kaiser that is in one of the public parks in in Berlin. Yes, that's the Kaiser monument. Uh, Interesting. Nothing written on it? Nope. Can I look at the headshot? Yes, you can. So the headshot is of this woman here. And uh, at the bottom of it, there is a a signature that says uh, dedicated to Count von Heldorf. 
Yes, that looks like, is that Agnes Estachasi? Uh, uh, it is. As a cinemaphile, you yeah. would uh, recognize her. Yeah, she's Hungarian, I think. Mm. She been in anything good? Oh, yeah, you know. Her most, uh, her star has kind of faded with the advent of talkie. She was definitely a uh, silent mil- film star. Yeah. Was that? Whoops, you're breaking up. Can you hear me? Yep, now we got yeah. you. Um, who's who's the count? I'm just sort of like trying to rack my brain. Count Heldorf? Heldorf? No, that's uh, that's the. I think he's like the chief of the police. He's like a Nazi, big big shot Nazi. Oh. Um. Oh. Yeah, he's like the head of the brown shirts. Hmm. I don't think the Brandschutz in general are so such big fans of Hungarians, so that's interesting. That they're in the same Maybe thing. They have nice games. Hmm. Plus, you've got the, the Kaisers a monument. Uh, nobody wanted the Kaiser. Hmm. While you're discussing that, you start hearing singing coming uh, from about a block away. And uh, you recognize it immediately as the the uh, horse vessel lead, the uh, Nazi party anthem dedicated to uh, horse vessel who was uh, who they was killed committing a crime and they've martyred. And now. uh, And it is getting closer. Yeah, so we were thinking of dinner, maybe we take these papers somewhere. Have yes. some brandy and potatoes and get out of the way of it. No, nothing good comes from hearing that that, that yeah. music. Yeah. yeah. So we'll go immediately. Okay. As you start start walking, I uh, assume you're walking away from them. You start hearing um, rifle shots going off and people start naturally panicking and try, trying to get away. Down, down. We must get quickly inside. Okay. All right. Everyone give me a uh, dex roll. Oh, dice. <laughs> what the hell's going on out here? Um, I got, oh, I got a nine, so that's an extreme. Uh, you were able to uh, head head in the direction you wanted to. The uh, wave of people weren't didn't kind of force you in a way you didn't want to go, like if crowds can do. I have a regular success only. I got yep. a nine also, which was kind of fun. Wow. <laughs> I failed that. Uh, Conrad had a regular, and Max, you failed? I failed. All right. So um, the four of you that pass, you're able to uh, kind of move along in the direction you want to. Uh, if you got an extreme, you're able to really do it quite well. If you got a regular, maybe you're getting kind of shuffled. You might catch a couple elbows, but not not enough to really cause any wounds. Almost like being at a uh, concert rush. Uh, Max, you get definitely pulled the wrong way, the away from the group, and um, 
by the time the uh, the shots uh, you start hearing the police whistles come in, and then you hear the young communists singing their their song, and then then you uh, the crowd just keeps pushing, and you kind of end up you estimate three or four blocks from where Doctor uh, Guzman was wanting to uh, meet up. Okay, yeah, I'll just go with the flow until I can can get control of myself and and make my way back okay yep yep so you, you do get get control of yourself but you uh as people start kind of breaking off because they feel like they've gotten away from the street fighting and they're trying to find their way back home you know you're starting to see less and less people around you okay yeah, I do want to, as I move back, just kind of keep my eye out for any of the uh, uh, communists and brown shirts. Just, just keeping an eye out. Okay, I got you. Well, as, as you're walking along, um, you can give me a listen roll with a bonus die. Okay. Yeah, that is... Uh, a regular pass. All right. So as you're walking along, you uh, you you hear steps behind you that are almost in sync with your your steps. As you speed up, they speed up. If you slow down, they slow down. If you stop, you hear one other step, and then it stops. Also. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm not going to, is it possible to kind of like keep going? Hmm. Um, can I get like, if I'm going into walking toward um, like a big piece of, of glass, like on a shop, for example, can I get like a look of what this person might be? Sure, give me a spot hidden. Um, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna spend 10 luck to, to make that. Okay. All right. So as you're kind of getting yourself kind of like positioned there, maybe trying to catch that reflection, you see a large cat, uh, you know, probably about 20, 25 pounds is following you and when it, it notices that it sees you it starts charging at you and you see that its face is actually a human's face and you can give me a sanity roll <laughs> this is going well <laughs> no i did not pass that oh that's a rough start uh 1d6 oh geez three Okay. You lose three sanity as you kind of like gasp and uh, step back, and it 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 pounces at you with its claws out. Uh, it, would you like can, to dodge, or you're trying? To yeah, fight back? I, I want to like definitely dodge. All right. Thing. Okay. Well, go ahead and make your dodge roll. Well, the way things are going. Things are not going well. I'm going to change dice. 
So that was a fail, obviously. I got a I got a hard. So it uh it lands on you and it, you feel its claws sneak sink in for uh two points of damage, but it's holding on now. Okay. What um, would you what would you like to do with your action? So is it kind of like in front of me? It's like on your chest and you see it's coming for your throat. Okay. I'm going to just try to like grab it and just drop it to the ground. Just drop my whole frame right on top of this cat. Okay. Yeah. Um, Going to draw. <laughs> give me a, cause you know, it's on you. So give me a size roll to see you know, how fully you land on this thing. Okay. That's better. That is better. That's a regular pass. Okay. And what is your size? Um, 55. 55. Okay. Do you have a damage bonus? I don't think so. Okay. Then no. just uh, do uh, 1d4 to it. So give me a... Okay. Four. Oh. Yeah. It, it did not like that. All right. It... Uh, it's going to take a swipe at, at you again. As it's trying to get out from underneath you. Okay. Um, if you dodge, you're going to kind of release it. If you uh, want to fight back, that's you just kind of like grabbing its forepaw. So I'll let you decide. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'll do a, I'll do a fight back on this one. Okay. I'll give you a bonus. You're on top of it. Okay. No. Okay. No, I did not. Even with the bonus, I didn't get it. Wow. That's okay. He didn't get you you either. He's uh he he's starting to kind of sneak out. Now it's its mouth is moving it's a human's face, but it's not like saying any it's still making the cat mewing sour hissing probably sounds at you. Okay. Yeah. My I'm just trying to get this thing off of me and I'm gonna try to just sling it. Okay. All right. Thing. All right. Make a uh, fighting brawl, probably that's that's the best. No. No. All right. It it bites you for uh Ooh. For two points of damage, and then it starts running away from you down the alley. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to be thankful this thing is gone, and I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. And you were the one carrying the accordion folder, correct? Yeah, I was, You the one that yes. picked it up. All right. Yeah. So the others, uh, you make it to uh, where you wanted to uh, go. The uh, yeah, inside, inside. Yeah. Where's, where's Max? Max is... is it just yeah, me and Hans to change the menu here? <laughs> how, are you, how are you thinking about the menu at a time like this? Because you had time like this. I'm hungry. We were hungry before this. So... Yeah, but Max got There's the people way. shooting each other in the streets right now, and you're thinking about food. So when is there not people shooting themselves in the streets? That's true. Max, where is Max? Max, is, Max? Is, uh, yeah. Max is, a, is a very oh, yeah. uh, 
capable, capable man. I'm sure he'll be okay. There was I, I, of... I'll stand here and get us a table. I'll stand here and see if I see him as a crowd. He knew where we were coming. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you're able to get a a table without any problem. Um, Assume you order like some beer or wine or or anything. And uh, Max, are you headed toward where they were at? Yes. I'm going to do that. Yes. Yes, Stop by like a fountain so that I can like. Yeah. Yeah, kind of clean yourself up. <laughs> Everybody's peeing is that fountain. Don't do that. <laughs> oh my God, is that blood? What did, what did you get shot? What happened? Are you okay? Did you, did you get involved in the scrape? I got sidetracked. And you're not going to believe this, but I was attacked by a cat. Yeah. A very large a cat. cat. I tripped on one of those assholes earlier. You must have been frightened by the crowd. I don't uh, know. This kitchen cleaned up. The other thing about this cat is it had a human face. It had a what? What? It had a human face. You you mean a hairy human face or? No, no I don't think it. It was. Did it have whiskers too? I believe it did. Yes, it had whiskers. But it had lips. What? And like, check his head. I don't. I yeah, don't... doctor, check his head. What happened? There? Yeah. I'll get I'll, I'll get max of schnapps. You need to relax. Yeah, you sit down. I'll get some clean water and clean you up here. I always That's carry right. antiseptic because germs are everywhere. Now this is going to burn like hell. <laughs> yeah, and so is this. Have a drink of this. Oh, thank you. God, look at those claw marks. Jesus, how big was this cat? Oh, he was huge. It was... Maybe like a wild animals that got out of the zoo. Now, when you say human face, you mean it had... Uh, uh, did it have lips? Yes. The cats can have a little bottom lip, but the top is not a lip, yeah? No, it, it had, had lips, like, like a human. Was it a boy cat or a girl cat? Uh, we'll say boy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it had boyish features. And you say it had whiskers, but it didn't have whiskers like Conrad, yeah? Yeah, it had, had, had whiskers, you know, like a cat has whiskers, you know. But definitely eyes, eyes that were not cat-like, lips. You know, a little pink nose? It, it must have well, been it, the, the frightening trauma that you felt when it attacked you, that... Did it have cat ears or little pink shells? Um, yes, it did have like little little pink ears, but up where cat's ears are, you know, not down here, up here. Okay, we've seen so many weird things. Uh, I need another. I mean, drink. you know me. It's it's not, you know, I. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time you've been clawed in the night by something no one else sees. So. And those are pretty nasty scratches you've got. Oh, a bite mark also. Eesh. Yes. This is terrible. Yeah, because that's sterilized so that you don't get any cat germs and turn into a pussycat in the middle of the <laughs> night. Now, this thing can't go running around in daylight if it looks as strange as you think. 
we would hear about this. What it was in the days of the daylight right now? Yeah, in a panic, but yeah, I I would think that there would be a rumor. I will um maybe it was in a fire and it just looks you burn oh, the yeah, maybe it got a burn and yeah, burn that is the... actually pretty good searing. That's that's a good I never thought of that. I don't know why it attacked you, but I don't either. I mean, it came right at me. Half was, of these animals in Berlin are. Have you crazy. have you been consorting with a witch, and she has sent her evil familiar to attack you? I don't think so. You don't think this thing had rabies, do you? I, We've cleaned the wound, so yeah, keep an eye on. Okay, yeah, we keep an eye on you. Oh. That was terrible. I did bring the uh, the file with me. Ah, good, good. good man. I wanted to take a closer look at that. There's some more stuff in there. Yeah, we can hold um, the film up to the candlelight and see what we've got. It's just uh, two frames of a movie. Yeah, when you when you do hold it up, you see in there that it is definitely Agnes Esterhazy is in the foreground. Uh, behind her, there is a uh, shadowy figure, possibly male, but it's kind of blurred. It's about maybe a one third of a second, and move in time would be all the two, fr two, three frames would represent that. And the, she looks like she's singing in the Alps, or is she crying on a windowsill? Or uh, she. She is in a uh, room, you know, it's got uh, a curtain of black. I can't really tell what color it would be because it's a black and white film. Obviously, it's a darker yeah. curtain. Does she have any expression on her face? Uh, when you can tell? No. Well, that's that's a very small mystery. But now what is, what is the obsession with her? Well, was so wasn't woman, there a, a picture of a group of nine people as well? Yeah, yeah. There's a group. That you haven't looked at the picture of the group of nine people. There's a calling card and a newspaper clipping also in there. Okay. What's the calling okay. card? The calling card. I show you a picture of it. So it's A, then three dots, A, and three dots. A three dots. A three dots. Does that look occult at all? It does, and on the back on the back is written a phone number, and uh, the note may be able to help. And you guys can make an occult roll to see if you recognize that. Let's see thirty nine. What is thirty? Occult. Oh, uh, I'll spend four points to make it a hard. No, you don't need a hard. You just okay, need regular. Yeah, that's regular. You recognize that as the uh, symbol for the organization set up by Alistair Crowley, who ah. is currently living in Berlin. Okay. Alistair like Crowley, a... I've Alistair read many Crowley. of his books. Oh and then... isn't, isn't he like a Satanist or something? Well... <laughs> He's a spiritualist, if you want. Uh, he's uh, quite learned in the uh, esoteric uh, things. I mean, who yep. can tell if he's real or not? Um, yep. 
I certainly don't see him flying over the city with magic or yeah. anything like that. His organization is called the Argent Argentum Astrum. Argentum Astrum, yeah. Silver Star. The Silver Stars, yeah. Yeah, and it's he's one of these types, there's you know, these um occulty witch types that never plays well with others like oh we form a group together and said no it's my group no it's my group no you don't know what's real yeah, i know what's yeah real. Oh, my magic book is better than your magic book i start my own club that sort but I think uh Lavatsky back in the day you know yeah yeah she's an interesting one too um conrad you might kind of enjoy some of his ratings he's uh very much into what he would call sexual magic and, uh, and quite honestly, homosexual sex is for him the highest of all the magic uh, things. So I will have to check out Mr. Crowley's uh, Crowley's work. Um, I, I wanted to look at that group of nine people. All right. So the group of nine people, there are um, eight men and one woman in the picture. Uh, the woman looks like this. Well, that is the uh, woman in the folder. She's wearing a uh, a very tight black formal dress. And if you are uh, known to attend cabarets, you can make a uh, a intelligence roll to see if you uh, recognize her. I pass that. Same. Yeah, me too. This is Margot Margot Lyon, a famous cabaret singer who uh, be, became known for singing with Marlene Dietrich. Uh, oh, what was the name of that song? Uh, Vin de Best Freuden, a uh, which became an anthem for the uh, lesbians in uh, Berlin at the time. Ah, yeah, nice. Yes. I know right. this. I know ah, this. Yes. I've seen a, a few of her shows. My yeah. sister is a fan of her. <laughs> then uh, the uh, men. So the uh, gentleman on the left, he is uh, he is uh, standing in the center of the picture, and he's holding a uh, leash to a very large poodle, black poodle. The man on the right, if you're involved in politics, you recognize him immediately. He is uh, Wolf Wolf Heinrich Graf von Heldorf, the, one of the leaders of the brown shirts. He is holding a leash that leads to, uh, that is, collar is attached to a older man where, with a ball gag. And uh, that's all the older man is wearing. What, what a hypocrite. But most shocking of all, the other five people in the picture are you. What? What? Young me or old me? You as you look in 1932. I've been to some pretty crazy parties, but I don't I don't hang out with Nazis. Sanity roll? Uh sure. Yeah, give me a sanity roll for that. Because I'm like, I what we we didn't we didn't party with we didn't we didn't wait since when did we have a get together with him this year? Well uh, I succeeded. Even even more troubling is the woman bumped into us 
this is in her possession. And so this she went away. She might have been there for a real reason. How? I don't understand. She, this... she looked so terrified when she saw me. Did, did she recognize me? Did any of us recognize her? Nope. Uh, Max. Really um, There's also a, a newspaper clipping. Maybe it has yeah. our names in it. But Max, Maybe. could this could this be doctor? You work in a press. Uh, you used to be a journalist, and now you're working in a press. Do you think this could be doctored to put us in the picture? Uh, I think I think techniques like that do exist. Um, you have any yeah. uh, photography skills? I I have a little bit. I yeah, at least give you, it a try. You can give me an uh, art uh, art photography. Oh, I have art forgery. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd work too. Yeah, please try. <laughs> Uh, it's 10 luck is a lot, I think, for this sort of thing. I can study it later, perhaps. Yeah. We can get a magnifying glass to be, you know, if it's a print, we can roll it in some chemicals. Even Hans, I mean, I'm sorry, Hans, I always forget. We can have Dita and work on it with me chemically. Uh, but yeah, let's see what the newspaper clip says before yeah. maybe the Pulitzer are on the way already. Maybe the final newspaper clip is from uh, 1926. Uh, uh, who wants to read that? Murder in the library. Police report that a young man, an employee of the Prussian State Library by the name of Ralph Schneider, was found dead at the library this morning when other employees arrived for work. Poor Mr. Schneider was discovered on the floor of the rare books and manuscripts wing. Police inform us that foul play is suspected and ask any members of the public with information that may pertain to this case to contact Inspector Krieg at the criminal police straight away. Dr. F. Milhau, director of the Prussian State Library, reports that nothing seems to have gone missing from the rare books and manuscripts wing. Although as the wing contains many thousands of volumes, it will take some time to make absolutely certain. Mr. Schneider was one of our brightest young librarians with a promising career ahead of him. His death is an absolute tragedy and has proven quite a blow to our staff, Dr. Milhau said in a statement to our reporter. We will naturally bring you further details of this shocking case as they become known to us. Now, that seems, Hans Dieter, like some things that you might know something about, uh, missing rare books. And also Conrad's as a librarian, you might have ideas, but it is odd. The rest of this seems rather current. And yet this piece is five years old. This is this is the Berlin Library. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I've been through probably all the important books in the Berlin Library in the rare section. I can't imagine what might be missing or why anybody would murder a poor librarian. I find their selection to be to be wanting on the topics that I'm interested in, but yeah. uh, it's quite a large collection uh, to go through. I, I'd be interested to learn more about this, Mr. Schneider. I've heard it's one of the largest collections of the kind of books that we like. Uh, 
Miskatonic in the United States. Mm. Always wanted to go there. Mm. Um, I, I now this is it's it's got to be related because it's in the same folder. Yeah, but I fail to see the connection. I wonder. I wonder what the connection is here. A little bit of S and M here. Brown shirt. Uh, somehow no. we're in the picture. Aryan actor actresses. Uh, I just I don't. When was this taken? Is 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 this? Is there any way this is a this is doctored? It's got to be faked. It's got to be faked. Uh, but he gets a picture of us. Yeah, and the lighting for us to be the same. We are dressed as we are today. We are dressed as we are on an average Tuesday. None of us are in S and M gear or. Um, you're dressed in like what you would wear to a formal party. Yeah. Okay. So it, it is in a room, the photograph? Yep. Does it look like a bedroom? Does it look like a ballroom? Does it look like an underground club? Uh, none of those. It looks more like a uh, living room. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty upper class, though, to have so many people in it. Yeah. I mean, there, we did do a lot of drugs last year. June 1934, or some other. No. Some no, very helpful bit of information in the photograph. No. Is there <laughs> anything to indicate how long ago it might have been? Like different hairstyle or anything? On no, no, it looks like your looks like how your hair is done. You know, your hair, current haircut, current facial hair. I I just had a horrible thought. Is this some type of extortion uh, scheme? Are they planning to publish this this image of us? I can't imagine. Yeah, well, what if they, they do, that makes the brown shirts very angry. In fact, this can't be published anywhere except maybe in secret for a naked old man. No one recognizes the older fellow. Nope. Could this have been it at 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 your library, comrade, somewhere? Because of the, you know. I mean, you know, Doctor. I, I don't. You know, I don't remember any of this. We we certainly throw a lot of parties, but Nazis typically are not uh, are not no. welcome. They have their parties elsewhere. Um, I've, I've heard welcome. plenty of rumors that that Nazis like to they're 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 not the most more you know they're not the upstanding moral. Uh, Christians that they make themselves out to be, but so I think we have to find first uh, Agnes Esterhaz, yeah. Mm. She is the most common feature in this. It was well, certainly in another country, uh, Hungary. She has Hungarian, but if she works here, I mean, I does, think film industry is Could we maybe get a hold of Mel now? Remember, we talked to him six years ago. He was in that, uh, he was uh, directing that uh, Nosferatu. Mm. Um, I mean, we were kind of friendly with him. He was, he was okay. Yeah, he, he, might know something. he might know someone that can direct us, yeah, in a more friendly way than showing up on this Estahazi door and saying, hi, we have a picture of you and a naked man and us, and we don't know what party this was. Well, she's not in the picture. 
Right. She's not not in the group photo. She just owns a folder with everybody. Yeah. Who is the she, one young woman in the photo? Margo. That's Margo. Margo. I'm gonna ask, is Margo still performing? She is. Okay. She's okay. like a lounge singer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I can with... figure out where where Margo's performing at, and perhaps we could go attend one of those shows. Yeah. She has a problem with Murnau too. He knows me as an old man. Okay. Yeah, that's you know we have other new members of the community, so yeah. We, well, with, with, I just remember to call you Dita, Dita, Dita. Yeah, with, with your good other looks, thing you've been calling me. With your good looks, Vogelshin, uh, he may he may want to hire you for his next film. Maybe. I'd really like to meet Max Shrek. He's a very good actor. Mostly stage, though, yeah? Max, did you have an idea? You had, I thought you had a, a, a spark in your eye. Um, I was just trying to think of what the connection might be. I mean, Alistair Crowley? I mean... Uh, An advocate of unusual sexual practices as magic. Um, yeah. Is I mean, is, could that possibly be our connection to all of these items? Well, now I might know the answer to this question. I'm not actually sure, but um, do the brown shirts have any interest in occultism? Oh yeah, yeah. The two the Thule Society was uh... so the overlap between. Arts and cabaret parties and brown shirts is occultism. We hmm. worth investigating. Well, I think we have... there's something there in the calling card that may be able to help. That's, that's, Your voice is breaking up like... just a little bit again. Troy. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, that note on the calling card might be something worth investigating. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, I, I guess it's strange. I mean, that is the only connection that I can see. Yeah. I mean, why would why would a, a a cabaret singer whose work is popular amongst you know the lesbians be in the same room, like be the be at the same party as a Nazi? For that matter, why would we be in a room with them? exactly? For exactly, yes. <laughs> For, yeah, and furthermore, why would we be with them? I mean, I mean, I would party with her. I wouldn't party with fucking him. Well, we we obviously weren't with them. They they started this. Maybe it's like you say, extortion. Maybe they think we we need to be blackmailed. I think we should do our best to head them off the pass to figure them out before they can act against us. It is my. Uh, convinced opinion as someone who works on the shadowy side of legality that if you wish to extort a group of people, some of whom have very little in the way of resources to begin with, you do not forge a photograph of them in a compromising position that cannot be published anywhere and then drop it in their lap during a riot. Doesn't make any sense. Do we think that the woman brought it to us purposefully because if she dropped something important to her, why didn't she turn around to get it? 
Yeah, I think perhaps she was thrust into our group. Maybe maybe she didn't even have the dossier beforehand. Someone grabbed her and the thing and shoved her at us. And she dropped it what? and looked terrified and ran away. What were we talking about? You, what, what, what did you say, Conrad, the, that right before she bumped into you? She looked terrified and the woman was essentially naked. She was just wearing a coat. Right. Like, I, she, I don't know. It didn't seem like she was very well planned or prepared for this. She seemed... No, and you, like had, you had just said something. Like yeah, well, do, you remember what, do you remember what you said right before she ran into you? Been oh, being, uh, being... uh, mein Lieben, just, you know, I wanted to... No, before that, there was, like, uh, like we before were, she ran into you. We were talking about that the Nazis and the communists were just right. two sides of the same coin. Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, is that, I think that's when she ran into you. I, I don't know if yeah, that has yeah. anything to do with it, but it just seemed kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of an interesting timing to, she ran into him and then he tried to help her and then she dropped the dossier and ran away. And that happens to have us, a picture of us. What if she was trying to warn us about something? But then she should have stayed. Where well, but she was terrified. And then there was gunfire. Yeah. Yeah, we don't even know yet. You didn't see, because you were, I guess, fighting with the cat, Max, whether it was the left shooting the right or the right shooting the left. No, I didn't see who was shooting who. I was trying to get... Well, I was trying to get back to you guys. Um... And the brown shirts were saying host vessel lead, and I guess the commies uh, were singing the International or something. They both could use a bigger playlist, if you ask me. Yeah. So, uh, what time we have? Uh, it's probably because the uh, event started in the uh, evening. It's probably you know, approaching 11, 11 at night. Oh, so this was all in the evening. I thought it yeah. was in the morning. I'm sorry. No, no, all in the evening. Yeah, that's all right. So we uh, do we wish to try to make this uh, a phone call tonight, or do we uh, rest up, meet at the Bear in the morning, and focus ourselves a bit? Well, it's, uh, it's it probably would be difficult. You know what I mean? Like calling somebody like uh, Murnau or Alistair Crowley, or yeah, it's if they're probably out partying, we should probably wait until. Maybe eight o'clock in the morning. Well, Mona should be sleeping because he has to film with daylight. Uh, and Crowley, yeah, he might only get up at this hour and yeah. be brushing his teeth. He's, he's, he's getting out of his coffin right now. We don't exactly um, know where they are what, either. So. What, what day of the week is it? It is a Friday. Ah, okay. You know, there, there might be a show going on tonight. Um, yeah, if we can see this Marvel Leon. I can go investigate and maybe even ask some questions if she's not performing. See if I'll go with you. Show is. I have a suggestion, uh, Dr. Guzman. I think uh, since your reputation is in danger because of this photograph, you should hire this private detective over here, Huberman, to help you clear your good name. And that way he can buy a round of drinks once in a while. Yeah. Oh, Gustav, Gustav, Gustav. 
What? Yeah, he's. I said he should hire you to investigate. <laughs> Sorry, I was ta- I was putting down notes. Sorry, what did you say? No, we were just saying that uh, that uh, you we should hire you uh, to find out uh, uh, who's trying to blackmail us. Okay, uh, I'll get right on. <laughs> um, uh, my you you know my rates. Yeah. <laughs> Your rates are free for us. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say a discount. I don't know about free. I mean, I still have to eat. Uh, um, Conrad and I are going to go and see if we can find some uh, find some entertainment. Margot Leon, if we can find where she's performing. I mean, you're all welcome to come. Oh, I know um, you're I'm... all not as young as you used to be. <laughs> oh, Hans Dieter. It's very unkind. <laughs> Perhaps I'll, I'll teach you how to do it. This is when we become the baddies. Uh, you think I'm a baddie? Mm. All right. All right. So uh, Conrad and uh, Dieter are going to go out and see if they can figure out where Mar- if Margot is where she's performing at or where she's booked. Uh, what about the other three? <laughs> Otto also for the nightclubbing. Okay. And Max and Gustav? We start seeing if we can find anything. I don't know about like any any connections between these different groups, like other than the obvious ones. Maybe see if we can find out who anything that might lead to who this woman was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we could we could do that. There's also the possibility, building off your concept idea, Gustav, of occult interest, and see if we can find any names of particular, uh, other than this one gentleman that's in this photograph that uh, interested in occult, and maybe if there's any connection with the uh, Alistair Crowley. I think that's our best bet is like looking into that to start seeing if we can find anything like I said about this woman. Okay. Uh, I would think Max, uh, the dossier is best going back with you. You have a you have ample places to stick paperwork so that no one will steal it from us. Yeah, I can I can uh, put it somewhere in the shop. I think it would be foolish of us to take it out to the nightclubs. Yeah. Yeah, you might get attacked by a cat. Yeah. Yeah, I have some questions about that for you also, Conrad. And you are feeling all right, Max? Um, I'm I'm feeling better. Some schnapps has helped. Honestly, my pride has hurt more. All right. All right. So, uh, Conrad, uh, Otto, and uh, Dieter, you guys are going out into the... Uh, Assume the art house district, maybe to ask a, ask around, see if, uh, or maybe look for flyers, some way to kind of figure it out. Okay. Asking is easy. Yeah. 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 Uh, she is an entertainer, so it's not like she's trying to hide where she's performing. Uh, so you find without any problem that she is performing uh, tomorrow night and the next at the Silhouette, a, uh, a well-known uh, cross-dressing bar. In fact, you are not allowed to attend unless you are cross 
cross-dressing to uh but she will be performing uh many of her songs on this on the stage there uh tomorrow and on sunday Ah, okay. So Dieter and Otto, what are your what are your shoe sizes? I can I can likely find some uh some some clothes at the institute for you. Well, you yeah, know, some, some I mean, larger like women, have, if you know what I mean. I'd like to have a bit of a say so in what kind of dress I'm going to wear and wish Astrid was here, she would know exactly what to do. Uh Astrid, um, yeah. She's doing I'm, well, by the way. She's in she's in the she's in London studying. Yeah, she corresponds with me. She's probably had the best idea to get out of town to mm-hmm. avoid yeah, the problems her. here. Um, maybe I come over to where you are tomorrow at the institute and uh, yeah, yeah, and perhaps at the institute I can ask more about this gentleman who died in 1926. Perhaps mm-hmm. I can find out more about about him that situation yeah. um, tomorrow well so throughout should we should we have a little fun yeah Go dancing right. yeah and guys have a uh an eventful evening in in the berlin berlin nightlife and all yeah max and gustav uh you guys were uh Wanting to see if you could figure out some connection or who this woman was yeah. that bumped into. Do some research, I guess. I might be helping Max, depending on what we need to do for this. Okay. Um, how would you like to do that? Um, was there anything about her clothing that indicated maybe she was like a uh, hospital patient, mental patient, anything mm-hmm. like that? Besides definitely dressing inappropriate for the cold, wet, cold night. No. Okay. Um, yeah. Is there any way we could do some research? Like, could I do uh, maybe like uh, use um, law or something like to see? Uh... Well, the libraries are closed, so it's not like it's going on midnight. It's not like unless you have like law books at, in your your home so, yeah I guess so, yeah I mean I think we could check like uh, hospital and police records see if she like uh, was recently admitted or escaped you know or got out of a mental institution or custody or anything like that okay yeah yeah well, you want to kind of go around, maybe talk to the hospitals, find out, uh, describe who the this woman and everything. Uh, give me a uh, a charm or fast talk. You know, okay. intimidate's not going to work. Yeah, I can fast talk our, our way into some records. Okay. Uh, ooh. Um, I failed. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can I try and push it? By uh, leaning on my, um, like, my uh, PI license and, like, bounty hunter credentials and just be like, I need to get into this information and, you know, put, try to push the fast talk role. Uh, at the hospital? Yes. Uh, yes, you can push it. If okay. you if you fail, uh, you're going to get the attention of the security. They're going to be like, fine. hey, you know, you need to 
<laughs> yeah. right, gotcha. Here we go. One of my best skills. All right, I got a fifty-one, so it's a regular success. Regular success. Yeah. Um, so uh, as you lean in, they is they uh, they don't know who you're talking about. So no. <laughs> all right. Well, um, all right. I guess we can go check. Uh, I, I think I have. I still think I still have a friend or two at the police department. I'll see if I can see, um, like if they, uh, if they, if this one matches anybody that they have been like you know on the lookout for, or anybody that recently left custody or was let go, or is it person of interest? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Max and uh, Gustav are going to the police station. It's probably about, you know, after hitting a couple of the hospitals and everything, it's right. going on like three in the morning and stuff. Okay. So when you come into the uh, police station, uh, both of you can give me a spot hidden. Ooh. Yes. Regular success. Failed. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, Gustav, you're distracted because uh, at this time in Germany, the brown shirts were starting to get in pretty incestuously yeah. with the cops. And so there are some uh, some of them around. Max, what you notice is on one of the uh, boards where they got the pictures of like the lead detectives and everything, you see a Inspector Krieg and what a grabbed your attention is he is the man wearing the ball gag in the picture oh interesting i will point this out quietly to gustav uh yeah no okay that's that's interesting because he was also mentioned in the article about the uh, right murdered librarian so uh but but uh do they like do do it have any of them seen the woman at all or no uh you can give me a law yeah on that one yeah oh no i failed that one unfortunately they're they're busy there was a riot you know there lots of lots of people are uh don't have enough clothes. Yeah, unfortunately, people don't have enough money to do anything nowadays. Unfortunate. Well, we've learned something though, so I guess we've got that at least. Why right. was he? Why is? Why are all these three? Three? Why the, were the three people in that room, and why were we with them, or or depicted as being with them? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's the question. I don't know. It's it's possible maybe Krieg is messed up or mixed up with. Uh, with the Nazis themselves. Uh, that's a possibility. Um, we probably need to go figure out what happened, more information about the library and the the, the guy that died. Okay. All right. But not tonight. Yeah, not tonight. It's, yeah. All right. So you guys go back and uh, the three that were out on the town, um, would you say you had more than three drinks? Conrad, for sure. Yeah, probably. Okay. Per hour, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> so generally when you're out on the town, once you pass that third or fourth drink, you kind of lose that ability to go, hey, maybe I should stop drinking. So give me power rolls to see if you're able to go, you know, I'm not going to get blitzed. <laughs> 
I got a I got a ninety one, which means uh, you are. I keep forgetting that this body is much younger and and gets drunk much faster than my old body did. And so, yeah, I probably have uh, five by now. Yeah. Okay. I pass regular pass. All right. So, yeah, we'll leave it up to your decision whether or not you press pass it, but you you are consciously getting extremely drunk if you choose to. I'm probably <laughs> going to have to rely on Conrad to get home tonight. Yeah. I'm kind of noticing uh, vocal <laughs> Shen over here is getting a little little loopy, so I'm kind of kind of lowering it a little bit. Um, yeah. We don't uh, want the photograph to happen tonight, so we'll uh, take focus Shen home while we all remember what's going on. Yeah, okay. yeah, but I want well, to. We have to go more. out tomorrow Let's... night too. So <laughs> we have two. We have two nights to go out. Yeah. And we'll be wearing yeah. heels tomorrow night, so I don't know. We'll, we'll probably really want to watch uh, watch our watch our alcohol consumption to avoid any broken oh. ankles. Can we get some some decent leather boots with a little heel? Not so crazy. <laughs> have a limp, we'll you get know. you flats. We'll get you flats. Don't worry about it. Can't, can't I play a woman who likes to dress like a man? <laughs> you can be a Marlena Dietrich. Oh, we'll go as Marlena Dietrich. We'll just put on our tux and put some tennis balls in. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the the night goes on, and uh, you guys go to bed. Uh, Dr. Gooseman, you are in a 25 years old body, so you're not going to be hung over all day because I remember those days when you could just drink, drink, drink. And like, you know, so we'll say until about four o'clock, anything that's like physical, you're going to have a penalty dice as you're kind of dealing with like, I need to get more water into me. To You mean like four in the morning? Well, no, because you went to you go home and go to bed. And then when you wake up, you're hung over, essentially. OK. And you said I'm hung over until. When? Till about about four in the afternoon. afternoon. Oh, yeah, that's geez. when you bounce back and you're like, okay. Oh this, my god! Well, I'm assuming you're going to you're leaving the clubs like four in the morning. So yeah, <laughs> we almost uh, run into them leaving the police station. But. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So everyone gets a decent night's sleep. Everyone, give me a luck roll. Ooh, got a six. I got an eight. Nice. Nice. Hey. All right. Somebody needs to get a nine to make the straight. Yeah. Otto. Otto. All right. Who is someone important in your life, but not the significant person on the back of your character sheet? It's not in this group. Yeah. Um, I have a a bartender friend that sends me business Mm -hmm. at, uh, at uh, one of my regular club bar meeting places. His name is Carl uh, uh, Hans. Oh, poor Carl Hans. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Carl Hans hung himself last night. Uh-huh. Carl uh, Hans? Carl Hans, Hans, yeah, 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 hyphenate. Um, had uh, I'm assuming that he hadn't seemed unusually depressed. Not, not that you could tell, and didn't have the you know, give away all his things when someone's 
finally makes the decision. None of the signs that you would have. Um, I guess we're probably meeting at the Beobachter in the morning and I see someone that is a mutual friend and they tell me. Yeah. This, do, do we know how he did it? Who found him? Uh, person that was going in to uh, restock the the bar. He, uh, he hung himself in the back room. Oh, good God. So we have yet another memorial. Oh. You're close um, to him? I have known him for many years. We, you know, there are not many people in the underground that you can you can trust in a particular sort of way. Um, yeah. We were, you know, neither of us have a lot of family. So, yeah, I would have thought he would speak to me of something. Um, Some hard times. Yeah, at least he had, you know, he was not. There are many uh, men in Berlin who are more poorly off than Karl Hans. Uh, I think he had a brother. I'm not sure. He wasn't married anymore. I shall, I, sh I, before the afternoon, I will go to the bar and see if there's someone I can talk to about his, um, you know, what is to be done and mm -hmm. if there's someone who needs help. Okay. All right. So you guys meet up at your uh, cafe that you'd you'd been meeting up at. Yeah, Dieter, maybe you're not freshly shaved. If you're a shaver, because <laughs> get this man some coffee. No, I probably have a routine that I go through every day. But yeah, I could use some coffee. What a strange coffee mug this is. <laughs> I swear it has a face that's looking at me. <clears throat> All right. Well, we were going to call to see if we could get a hold of Alistair Crowley and uh, Murnau. Yeah, we still have some leads we can follow up on today. Um, I, I probably still have some contact information for Murnau, but it's probably at his uh, home. If he is out of state or out of country uh, filming, yeah, I get his maid or something. She can tell me. So I'll I'll, I'll make a phone call. Okay. Um, we'll say he's still in Germany. So he's still in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he answers and he's like, uh, yes, yes, yes. What what can I can I do for you? Yeah, Murnau. Um, yes. Shit. Um, my father was um, uh, Hans Vogelman. You remember? Uh, he said he knew you from six years ago or so. Hmm. Hmm. Was he the one that went to the uh, the show where uh, people started? Dancing and fooling around with each other. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he unfortunately he passed away uh, a while back. 
Um, mm -hmm. But he said that you were a, a big, uh, important movie person. Oh, well, that was kind of him. I, I, I like to think that I am, I, but others would, would disagree, but yes, yes. Well, he said that, he said, we have kind of a bit of a mystery on our hands, and we oh. would like to ask you some questions. Is that possible? We don't want to take up too much of your time. Oh, yeah, that, that would be uh, no, no problem at all. Shall we uh, meet for uh, dinner? Well, we have a thing tonight, um, but uh, oh. could we maybe in the afternoon? Uh, oh, sure. Maybe have a, uh, a a a light light tea with, uh, or a Rattler to drink. That would be magnificent. Thank you so much. You're very kind. You are you still are... at your old address? I am, but I, I'd prefer to meet at a, a cafe. You know, I like to get out. No, okay. Do you are you familiar with the Bailbachter? The Bailbachter. I'm sure it's in the uh, the directory. All right, we'll meet you there. Some of my some of uh, the doctor's friends will be there as well. Oh, well, that'll be wonderful. Magnificent! Thank you very much. Ah, hey. I almost said I knew him from. Uh, <laughs> I know. I like. Hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The lies we tell, the webs we weave. And first free practice to yeah. deceive. For real. And then we use a little magic and we get out of the whole thing. <laughs> you, you, you were poetic there for a second. Yeah. So, uh, Gustav um, and Max, uh, did you uh, discover? Well, uh, unfortunately, the as far as the hospital is concerned, they have not seen her. She's not a recent patient. She's you know she's not recently been dis discharged or anything like that. Uh, however, we went to the police station. Uh, Max, you want to tell them what we discovered? Yes, I saw a picture uh, of an Inspector Krieg, and he is the gentleman with the ball. Oh, so nice. the brown shirt. Has the police by the balls? Apparently so. Quite the inspector. Mm. Yeah, but. And so we have to verify that, I mean, Krieg is not a, a, such a strange name, but this could be the same Krieg that investigated the library murder, no? That's it, what I was thinking, yes. And thus we have the connection between that newspaper clipping and the rest of the contents of the envelope. It's the photograph that is what links most of the things. We still don't know how Agnes Esterhaz is attached to the rest of it. She's in the film and the photo, but oh, but was the oh the photograph is she signs to the Nazi, and the Nazi has the inspector. So everything is linked now. We have to find out what the film, uh, the, the bit of film, is it cut or torn or burnt? How is it separated? It is cut. Huh. Which might indicate that it was a bit that they took out. Yeah. And, and, and they, they always shoot much more at the beginning and the end and so on also. And the figure in the back was too blurry to see. Maybe they cut it for this reason also. Or the figure in the back is you. Hans Dieter, or you, Max. 
it's it's me as the the bareback the musicals. Yeah. <laughs> we have a we have a date in this afternoon for tea with um with uh, uh Murnau and uh he's coming to here to the Bearbachter, so that would make it very easy. Mm -hmm. I'm All still right. a bit hungover. Yeah, I may be back at the cafe or not. I uh, have to see what there is to learn about my friend who is dead. It's very sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah so very, sorry for your loss. Huh? Yeah, very sorry to hear. You know, runs out a lot of strange murders and suicides six years ago when we when something was going really wrong in the city. Was illness. Then that is a hidden plague, but so is so is Selbstmord. But so, I also warned uh, you that we didn't actually we didn't actually fix the problem from before. We just closed the door, the gate. Oh, don't say that. Well, I said it back then. <laughs> I know, and I, I didn't like hearing it back then, and I don't like hearing it now. Just doesn't feel the same, though. On top of everything going on right now, we do not need that again. You know, also, I don't remember taking this photograph, and there was an occasion back then that I didn't remember something that... Um... Oh, yeah, what was, the, what, what, what was that that happened? It was... Uh, I remember that. What was that? What happened? Oh, I remember that. He uh, had an episode I, where he I'll step out. out of the room, and you can right. remind that's the morning I woke up in the blood of a murdered prostitute. Yeah, I remember yeah. that now, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, anything you want to do before your meeting with uh, Murnau? Hmm. I I'm thinking of calling Mr. Crowley. Yes, if we can find his number, and find out he could get in trouble. Get well, yeah, there's a phone number on the card. Yeah, there was a phone number huh. on the card. So I, I was gonna maybe call call him, um, and just see what see what happens. Um, I don't really have much to go on other than you know his, his have, card was. Have you read his there. works? No. No. Well, you? you are a young homosexual man. He might be very interested in your attentions. Um, plus, sorry, we have sorry, to just... pick out the shoes and the dress and the stuff for tonight. Sorry, just Vogel saying that. I just, I can't, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> I had to kick, I had to, ca I had to cackle. I'm sorry. Gustav, don't be such a prude. No, no, it's exactly it's, it's actually the opposite. It's so hard to imagine you as as an elderly man, Bogoshed. Like you're so progressive and so uh, so so with, with the times. We see, I, uh, it actually I it fits him a lot better than the uh, than the, than the uh, old man who's a little too friendly vibe did. Well, I mean, you get a different perspective, and you suddenly got a young twenty-five-year-old body to run around in. 
Lucky. Oh, you have a 19-year-old body to run around in. Yeah, I did. Yet that I still see your fluffy beard every time I look you in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> I know who you are inside. Uh, I, uh, I got... Uh, so the measurements from my tailor. So if anything you can do that won't be too grotesque, I will appreciate Conrad. Before the meeting with Murnau, I'm going Carl uh, uh, Hans Spars called um, the Leuvenherz. I'm going to go over and speak to people and hopefully I will be back soon. Mm. Uh, I'll leave a message here if I think I'll be gone as well. All right. Uh, let's have Conrad. Uh, you, your okay. phone call. We'll do that first. Okay. So. Yeah, I'll make I'll make the phone call now. It's what like ten o'clock now around that time. Probably probably closer to noon if you guys didn't get in till about four in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Crossing my oh. fingers, hoping he's awake. And... <laughs> so um, it starts ringing. And uh, about on the sixth ring, right about when you're like going to give up, you hear the other end the uh, pickup. And uh, what languages do you speak? I speak uh, German, French, and a little bit of English. Okay. Uh, how much English? Um, thirty-five. Okay. Yeah. You, you can. So you hear a gruff uh, boy English accent. <clears throat> yes, what is it? Oh, yes. Uh, pardon, is this Mr. Crowley? Uh, yes, H how'd you get this number? Uh, yes, uh, thank you so much for, for answering. Um, I've actually found your calling card um, in, in a very strange and unexpected place, and I'm actually wondering if I could ask you some, some questions or if we could we could meet at some point. Um, hmm. would you be able to buy me dinner? Uh, yeah, ab absolutely. That that could be arranged. Uh, then I'd be, uh, of course, happy to 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 meet meet up with you. Uh, what 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 night works best for you? Uh well, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to a show later this evening, but perhaps we could meet for an early dinner. Um, oh no, no, I, I I don't eat before eleven. Before eleven, okay. How about uh, Sunday evening then? Okay, yeah, that that that'll be be fine. Um, do you know? Are you familiar with the Babylon Cinema? Which you are. It's a major. Uh, uh, yes, yes. I'll meet you there at uh, ten forty-five, and we can uh, go go have a have a dinner after that. Ah, yes. Thank you so much, Mr. Crowley, for for taking the time to uh, to meet with me. I, I very much appreciate it. Um, I appreciate very, it too. I'm very curious to learn more about you and uh, and and learn more learn more about you as well. Everyone is. <laughs> he hangs up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, gentlemen, uh, we have a meeting with, uh, at least I do, but you all are welcome to come on uh, a very late dinner on uh, Sunday evening with Mr. Crowley. Good work. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, I'd like to meet him. Yeah. 
Right. It just sound very attractive on the phone. So that's why he, he agreed to meet yeah. with me sight unseen. Yeah, you're buying dinner. Basic. <laughs> yeah. Otto, so you you go to Carl uh, Hans's his bar. As you come in, uh, there are people there. Uh, a lot of them are, you know, having a beer in honor of Carl uh, Hans, but they haven't got to the even starting to discuss, okay, the what to do with the bar and everything thing now when they see you they raise the glass but it's not the usual oh no it's like oh <laughs> cool yes uh so uh the police are done here then uh yeah they they came to, uh did a quick cursory look um they seem over overwhelmed um but you know they said it was uh an obvious suicide. No note, though, I guess. No, no, no note. Nobody, none, I didn't see anything. Nobody saw, none of you saw anything that suggested he was poor. Oh, well, in the past, past few weeks, he'd been uh, spending a lot, a lot of money on prostitutes, but maybe mm. he got in over his head and you know, every, everyone's hitting hard times, but it seems like he he was going to make it through this uh, economic downturn. You know, I think the bar was okay, but women can be expensive. Was he seeing any call girl in particular? Uh, he went to a, uh, a brothel. I can't I can't rem remember which one. He he said said that. Uh, that I wouldn't go there. That I shouldn't go there. I couldn't keep my mouth shut around uh, around the far right. I'm sorry. He was going to a a brothel where a lot of brown shirts were. Yes. And piss and pissing them off. <laughs> was there a particular? Was there a, a girl that he had a, an infatuation with? Perhaps. If it, if there was, he he never. Never mentioned it, but said right. that. But I feel like, yeah. Well, I have to call a couple of girls I know and see if I don't know. I guess in the circles I move, I don't send people to those houses, so I don't know really much about them. I tend to send people to friends. They're also much less likely to get a clap that way. <laughs> uh, you know, the the fascists, uh, you know, they all lie about everything and take it home to their missus and then they and their sisters and it gets all over town. So Ah, well, that's what they deserve. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen fast enough. <laughs> oh, Carl Hans. Uh, so we'll make funeral arrangements and so on. Yeah. Is there, uh, did, did the um, polizei leave a card? Is there someone to talk to about the disposition of the body? They won't even do an autopsy, I guess, if he was hanged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, I'm sure they left a card. We'll say it was, uh, it wasn't even an inspector. It, it was a uh, police officer, uh, Hark, H-A-H-A-R-K-E, Hark. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the place won't be the same. No. Maybe they should make it into a butcher shop and uh, whoever. Do you know who's inheriting? Oh, yeah, I haven't heard, no. Yeah. In a way, it seems sad to close it, and also it seems sad to keep it open without him. It was his mm. house, you know, his public. Yeah. But things will will carry on. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll look into uh, taking over the place in honor of him. Put a put a picture of him above the bar. Yeah, you know, if it stays in his memory, perhaps that is the best thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, thank you. I'll um, will um, uh, to his to uh, your health and to his memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. How long you think he's been with this going to the strange? Whorehouse? Three weeks? A month? Uh, a month at most. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe there is something there. All right. Better days, my friend. To better days. All right. Anything else you wanted to do before your uh, three o'clock meeting with uh, Murnau? Um, I think, yeah, no, I think we can go straight to that. I'll check okay. up on the whorehouses later. It's <laughs> early in the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, three o'clock comes around and, um, right now he shows up actually early cause you know, he's, he likes to go out and have, have a little bite to eat and to meet one, meet, uh, son of one of, of one of his friends is always you know something exciting so uh he he shows up and of course he doesn't recognize you uh dr gooseman so he's the kind rest of, of us there i see others here as well i said we will have some uh as a company mm-hmm. so he might recognize some of them right no, you didn't really talk to them as much, so they're almost like, oh, right. you know, hey, I met my this one guy he had a party, and this was someone he was with, but yeah, that was six so years when, ago. <laughs> when I see him and he comes in, I stand up and I go over and I shake his hand. I say, very glad to meet you. My, oh. uh, my father spoke great, great uh, affection for you and uh, uh, mm. loves your movies. I've seen them all myself. Oh, well, th- well thank you. Thank you. It's like... Uh... It's wonderful to see you. Um, your father yeah. passed. Yeah, he passed a number of years ago. Uh, oh, sorry uh, to hear. Yeah, it was uh, it was tragic, but uh, you know, he was a good man, a good doctor. I followed in his footsteps. I've become a doctor myself. Oh, that's uh, that's wonderful. Oh, forgive my rudeness. This is uh, Max Hoffman and Otto Richter and Conrad Esser. Uh, and uh, Gustav Huberman. Ah, they were also uh, familiar. You might remember some of them. I don't know. Uh, a, vague... a lot of people. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. So he he says that. <laughs> so we have kind of a little club. We've uh, it's been continuing for many years, and uh, we do uh, little investigations. And uh, recently, we ran across a number of photographs of uh, this woman. And I'll show him 
uh, what was her name? Uh, Agnes. Agnes. Yeah, I'll show him her picture. Oh, uh, Agnes Esterhazy. She, uh, her career's uh, definitely uh, dropped off uh, lately. Yeah, she was in silent films. Yeah, her her voice wasn't really set up for the uh, the talkies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we have these interesting pictures. I'll show them. Uh, see, am I going to hold any of them back? I think I'll hold back the picture of the nine of us with the strangers. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I'll show him some of the other stuff, and I'll I'll say we were wondering if you would know how we could get a hold of uh, uh, Miss uh, Esther Hazy. He's um, like, no, I don't. I don't know what 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 became of her. Um, I mean, last I heard, she was in in Berlin, but that's oh. been been a. Oh, I mean, I haven't had any contact with her in years. No, no. no. Well, that's a shame. Um, but is enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Uh, so you, the only thing you held back was. The picture with the dude in the ball gag. <laughs> well, yeah, because we're yeah, kind yeah, of thinking yeah. that's, that's got to be doctored. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. When you hand him the film strip, he kind of starts handling it. He holds it up to the light. He's like, huh, this is a curious. It's like it's a little thicker than most most film strips would be. And he smells yeah. it. He's like, ah. Smells different too. Uh, I wonder what composition they type of film they use here. You by some chance recognize the film? Um, the movie. It looks somewhat familiar. I will have to go. Uh, I'd have to look, go through the uh, some of my uh, publications to to identify. You mind if I uh, borrow it? Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to go. Want you to go to any great trouble. No. Um, has did um, did uh, uh, Miss uh, Esther Hazy ever work with you? Uh, she she did. She uh, she did made a a couple uh, movies. He um, she made the uh, the man who cheated life. It's a story about a man who uh, sold oh, yeah. his soul to the devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that one was produced by a uh, uh, Baron Grenau. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, some of his uh, productions. A very, very strange man. Yeah, yeah. Little. Uh, he thought thought he was going to be the uh, the next great horror film director, but oh, yeah. Well, you kicked his ass if you. Yeah, yeah. Opinion. See. He uh, he was uh, all all about the uh, the violence, none of the mood. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Nosferatu is one of the most magnificent films. Hammer, uh, uh, now, what do you remember about Agnes? What was she like? Oh, she was a uh, 
when she was uh you know making movies she was uh, quite quite lovely and all i mean understand that you know she was a countess uh before but when the austria austria hungarian empire collapsed you know there went a lot of her uh prestige and 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 all but you know she's been uh she was a very kind woman hmm. you know i mean she started to get in a little desperate you know obviously when we started telling her hey we're not going to make silent movies anymore hmm. you know, there's no money in it Hmm. Well, we were hoping we could get a hold of her, but uh, mm, I, I I wish I could ha- could help you, but uh, we I, I noticed you're, you're um, looking at the the film media and, uh, and smelling it. It doesn't smell like celluloid. Uh, no, I, I I'm not. It's definitely not a any uh any of the film that that I would use. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd use about everything. Maybe it's a hmm. I wish you had some more, so maybe I could run it through a camera, uh, a projector, and see how it how it looked. Maybe they were trying to capture a certain lighting style. Maybe we could um, hold up a candle to it and project it onto the wall. Is is worth a try? Well, I mean, I'll I'll there's there's probably a candle on the table. Yeah, I say, well, let's take a look and uh, you know hold it up mm-hmm. and hold the, don't don't bring the candle too close. Yeah. Oh yeah, like <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> okay, but uh, if we could project it onto the. So, are is anyone else besides Dieter profess cinephiles? Um, wait, like your lover like of movies. movies, yeah, lover um, of movies, not per- not like a not a particular cinephile. I mean, I, I enjoy movies, but not I'm not an expert. Okay, all right. Uh, when you hold it up and it kind of projects, uh, you get a better look at it. You can give me, uh, Dieter, you can give me an intelligence roll. Uh, 28. Pretty sure my intelligence is way higher than that. I uh, probably <laughs> 28 uh that is a hard yeah all right you recognize that as a uh image from the student of the film the student of prague a 1926 picture directed by heinrich galin and produced by a uh, baron grinnell there's baron grinnell again okay Nineteen twenty-six. That was the same year of the murder in the library. Possible connection, or yeah, was a murder. So yeah, yeah, I recognize it. You recognize it, uh, Melo? The he's like, oh yes, yeah, yeah. That was a an s uh an occult film. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. What is this strange shadow here? You see? Oh, that just looks like maybe they didn't quite have it have it focused, or you know, she was the focus of the uh, of the frame. Looks like you some know, some man. 
Yeah. Ooh, maybe they could use this to splice two scenes together. Yeah, possibly. The part that they removed. Yeah. Hmm. Is it is interesting though? Yeah, I, I'll have to see if I can figure out what what it's made of. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the film is acetate normally, and uh, and then the ink is or the color is made from silver and something. But uh, also, if it's it's flexible, is there gelatin involved or something like this? Yeah, there's a number of different processes, I believe. Did you say, Habona, that you thought it was a thicker than usual or just strange? It's a little thicker than uh, usual film and all. I wonder if he would need a special projector to to be able to actually show it. Yeah, the projectors are very, they have to be very hot for the light. Uh, and so, and, and very standard or something will stick and burn... It seems like maybe it was. Does it make home prints for smaller projectors or something, or is the original different from the final print? Oh, I I don't know. I do not think I saw the student of Prague. Is it is it interesting as a film? What's the story like? Is it? It sounds. It reminds me of Faust almost. The the title. Oh, um, I will have to look up the student of Prague because I, <laughs> <laughs> I do Gosh, not know. Probably this is too. because I'm a pain in the ass. <laughs> so, nineteen twenty-six film. All right, hey, in Prague, a dashing fencer and university student meet in an engaging stranger, unaware that he is the devil. Yeah, there you go. Definitely Faust. Oops. Little touch of the first there. The story never uh, grows old. Always we want to meet the devil. Never we want to meet God. Probably because of shame. What a shame. Yeah. There should be Uh, no shame in the world. Do you um, let him take the film strip? I think so. I think I can... It'll give me an excuse to come and find him. Okay. You know. All right. In a week or so. All right. And, and you guys finish up your pleasant uh, meal talking about, you know, what you've been up to and all. Obviously, you know, it's probably more of a uh, not an in-depth conversation since you guys don't know each other real very well at all. Right. Right. Oh. As he, about after about 45 minutes, he gets up and he starts leaving. And uh, all of you can give me a spot hidden. Oh, yeah, I got a. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll spend one luck to make it a hard because why not? Okay. Just in case. Yeah. You do get a little bit more. Anyone, can anyone beat a hard? Nope. Okay. Uh, so, if you got a regular, you see him leaving, and you see uh, someone got up from across the street and started walking, not quite shadowing him, but con- coincidentally got up at the same time. Gusov, what you notice is that the person fall that's following him is a female, and she's in a trench coat, 
and she is skinny, emaciated, like the person that bumped into Conrad last night, except her face is not the same. What? How her face isn't the same? Yeah, it's like, you know, like uh, just completely different face. But the with the hard, you're able to go, man, you know, like from behind, I would have swore that was the same yeah. person. I guess I'll, I'll kind of point this out. I'll be like, I, did, did, did anyone else notice that? Wait, is that that woman in the trench coat? Oh my God, is is it the same woman from from last night? Uh, uh, maybe it was like her face like changed like that. Hurry, let's let's go get her. You know, I'm I'm gonna start running. Okay. Yeah. We'll all I'm with you. Well. All right, all right. Um, <clears throat> you can. Uh, Murnau's not running, so she's not running. So if you. Yeah do any clip of a speed you're going to be able to catch up with her without you know having to chase her at all okay okay and okay. you uh okay yep i was just gonna like kind of like kind of like tap her on the shoulder excuse me miss excuse me she turns around and her uh she kind of like zips back and she's like going it, it's you Yes, you you ran into me last night. You look you you look different though. Yes, I uh I threw the cats off. Uh they 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 don't cats. recognize me. As in multiple? Yes, mul multiple. One of them got me. Don't oh, miss, of that. Uh miss well, we we would love to speak with you. Um and and learn more we we have we have your dossier you you do oh, i thought i thought i'd i'd lost it uh did you give the film to to that man you were watching us yeah did he take it i i of course i was you you were in the photograph i'm trying to figure out what what your connection is what do you remember of that night i didn't wasn't at that night. I found found the photograph. Oh, invest. Oh. Well, yeah. I was uh, following up on the uh, the brown shirts uh, activities. So you don't know you don't know who took the photo. No, you know that we weren't in that. We 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 don't understand how we got in that picture. Yeah, it's not anything we remember. I don't I don't party with brown shirts. Well, and yeah, <laughs> I let him. He's trying to identify the materials the film is made from. He's a mm. great director and he knows his stuff, but we know what movie it was. Yeah, it was from the student of Prague. Yeah. yeah. So, why have you got all these things? I've been trying to figure out what happened to uh, Agnes Esterhazy. Oh, yeah, we are interested as well. Miss, what, what is your name? Oh, uh, Desmond, Lena Desmond. Lena Desmond. 
Zed sounds like a movie star name. Well, investment. Uh, is there any possibility that you were familiar with my friend Carl Hans, who kept a bar? No. Did uh, did you uh, happen to uh, work with Fraulein Esterhazy? Um, she was. She's my cousin. Ah, you're oh. Irish also. Yes. And can you explain your current state of attire? And um, I fled my trying? I fled my flat uh, when the cats kept trying to get in and. I'm afraid to go back now that I've thrown them off by altering my appearance. And how, are you how a witch? You... <laughs> oh, a witch? <laughs> a witch? No, no, no. I uh, I had a, a assistance from a from a man. Okay, because if you were a witch, we wouldn't mind. <laughs> well, uh, from. From who? I mean, your face looks dramatically different than what I saw yesterday. Mm. Uh, he, uh, it was the great beast. Alistair Crowley? Yes. Yeah, I, I was with with him last night, and he, he uh, showed me how to change my appearance. Maybe oh. I should give him a better, more consideration. He has a dinner date tomorrow night. Yeah. Oh. Uh, could we yeah, go have... someplace more private and discuss this? Yeah. Yes. Speak with you more. Good idea. What is Please. it? Four, four o'clock now or five o'clock? Yeah, we'll say four o'clock. Okay. Now let's go someplace a little more private. You uh, have the nicest flat, of course, Guzman. Yeah. Um. I want to know all about these cats. I haven't seen one. Yeah. I think, Me too. I think, I think if you don't mind, I would prefer if we went someplace like um, the uh, back room of the Baerbacher or, I mean, you don't know this woman. I mean, she seems innocent enough, but I don't want her to know maybe where we live. Not a bad idea. You understand I'm not being, I don't mean to be rude. I just. You, you must understand that I wasn't wanting to go to a flat with five gentlemen strangers also. Yeah, it's very understandable. I, I could also secure us a, a private room at the Institute as well. Um, we need to go by there anyways. To yeah, we do need to go by there. Get some so things. So. Why don't we, would you accompany us, please? Okay, it's a public public place. Yes, this institute. Yes. Yeah, but uh, 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 if we could find a private room. Yes. Okay. And they're very they're very welcoming, and sure we can get coffee or drinks there as well. Okay. Yes. Oh. All right. You guys head to Conrad's uh, institute. And um, you get a private room where you have there. And I think we're approaching two hours. So I think the uh, 
we'll conclude there and we'll pick up next week with uh, the questions you have for a Miss Desmond and what outfits you pick out. Excellent. Our players included Julian Arba, John Dos Passos, Troy Wildryer, David Gasway, and myself with Keith Craig as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you would like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Good gaming.